is my uncle. He choked me to death. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. So what? What's wrong with being sexy? Hello and welcome to 2021. My name is Joseph Eastwood Frisch. Uh, how y'all doing out there? Uh, welcome the new listeners. I know they're out there because I see those numbers growing every week. Uh, with me, I was going to say as always, but we're down a man this week. Uh, so, so with me is the shark, Jeff Bradley. What's going on, buddy? Cowboy star. <laughs> we are. Hey, that's right. We are uh, uh, global. We've gone global now. Um, I do see all the people, all the new listeners every week. Uh, it's a little intimidating. We're uh, for the new listeners that don't know, we've been on uh, 91.1 WDBX in Carbondale, Illinois, for I don't know what, a couple years now, two years, two and a half years. I, it's been a long time. Yeah, maybe, maybe longer than that. 180 shows. Um, yeah, <clears throat> we've been on a while. Uh, 2021, we we're attempting to find the uh, greatest 20 movies of the 21st century, but mostly <laughs> we just talk about whatever's happening. I don't want to have an extra uh, uh, grumpy show, but just about everything I wrote down to talk about uh, seemed grumpy. So I'll start off on a good note. Uh, The good doctor, uh, Dr. Woolridge, could not be here between uh, finals and uh, grading finals and papers and uh, high school finals uh, in my life and uh, pre-K graduation, which was really fun, was... (laughs) Um, and uh, uh, freedom fighting and a heat wave. Uh, we could not uh, all get together <laughs> this week. <laughs> but the, the shark fires and locusts, <laughs> floods. I swear to God, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> but Shark and I are here. We're we're gonna make it happen. Um, <laughs> the magic, but, the magic yeah, will conjure I, a bit. <laughs> uh, speaking of magic, I wanted to talk about winning time, but I fear I feel like uh, we should wait for Doc to talk well, about yeah, winning I don't time because that's that's his show. It's, it's, uh, it, it became my show. I really liked it, <clears throat> and I, I feel like I should go back and rewatch it. Uh, it was one of those shows I would put on while I was editing, to just to kind of have background noise, so I didn't mm-hmm. go crazy. Um, right, right. And uh, it would draw me in here and there, but then by the last three or four episodes it just got so good that i i, I had to watch it um but yeah great I, I'll, I'll wait for rob though to talk about that because he he wants to dig in and it's pretty interesting that all just about everybody the real life people involved they're all not happy with the show and are claiming that it's all all false um, well, that's yeah. That's I've been say I've been seeing a lot of headlines that uh, yeah, that it's from, great in controversy amongst uh, amongst those who <clears throat> still live. Mm-hmm. Kareem, <laughs> uh, Magic, Jerry West, they all are like that's not that's not us. That's not how um, it happened. But uh, I, I, I to so the, I wonder what their story is. It's like that didn't happen because we were all at church when that was going on, <laughs> and you well, know, if thing. we weren't there, we were down, you um, know, helping helping homeless kids at the shelter or something. You know well, I, mean? I tell you, I tell you what, the only I will say, uh, uh, magic comes off pretty wonderful. Wonderful. Like I don't, I don't know why he would. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about this in a little bit. It's a fictionalized version of his life, um, and people don't know if someone was to write a, a fictional version of my life. 
what they would get uh, of highlights, they're going to have to fill pretty much everything in because nobody really knows what happened in your day-to-day life with people. Well, uh, sure. So no depiction of that is ever going to come close to your memory of this woman or the way it happened that day. Right, um, right. <clears throat> or anything else because, you know, you are the, as they say, you are the protagonist. And in your own story, everyone else is just a side character. And then when you see yourself in an ensemble <laughs> show, it might be hard to be like, no, 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 that's not uh, the way it happened so much so that I'm going to tell the world it's not the way it happened. Uh, well, Jer- sure. Jerry sure. West now, they have him be such a hot-headed a-hole <laughs> in the show that I could kind of understand if, if he's actually a laid-back dude. Right, it's like yeah, if it's totally out of character for him to be that way, right? <laughs> yeah, I kind of yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, stylizing is one thing, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, changing somebody's entire persona obviously would sure. be radically and, different. And like I said, I don't know if the stories are true. It's probably the actual stories and facts. Uh, but Kareem also comes off as like this, um, this like healing, uh, leading, guiding presence. Um, you know, his, he, he has these like spiritual thing about him. Like he is the captain, he's the leader. Uh, he comes off pretty good. I don't know if he even goes and like saves one of the guy's lives when I'm pretty sure that part had to be fictionalized. (laughs) He's saving this guy from killing himself. (laughs) Kareem, even if this didn't happen, I would just take it, dude. As they say, go with the legend, man. I mean, so so Kareem is the anti David Lee Roth. <laughs> oh no! Might as well jump, baby. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, the Roth man. Uh, but hey, yeah. there, later on, we we ought to hit that big news on the Van Halen front. Oh, what's that? What's going on there? I'm blind to this. I, I... Google News only shows me what I want to see, if you know what I'm saying. Well, there, there's, so I say big news. Uh, they're arena tour, um, and uh, apparently they you know, they want to really make sure they don't uh, go down the uh, Vince Neil road. Um, and so they're talking about doing Roth and Hagar um, in the band. Um, Satriani apparently is going to play guitar, which nobody what? really seems to have a big problem with. I don't have okay. a problem with that. I mean, Satch or Vi, I mean, are really the the two most logical options to you know to put in Van Halen. But what does Wolfgang think about this? Well, that's where the big controversy comes in, is because Wolfgang hasn't. I haven't heard anything out of Wolfgang on the issue, but. <clears throat> The question is, is both Jason Newstead and Michael Anthony have said that they've been in talks to be part of the band. Oh. So. That's weird. Yeah. Jason Newstead. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I understand personally. You know, we've all been in bands and we shan't play together again and all that sort of stuff. But uh, I don't yeah. know, man. If, if you're, I mean, if you're doing this, you're chasing bucks. So if you're chasing bucks, do it the right way, yeah. I guess, is my advice. Well... Speaking of chasing bucks, I got something on my mind. I gotta, I gotta get off my mind. Um, <clears throat> Lay it down. Well, several years ago, I don't know if I brought this up on the show. I really feel like I brought it up on the show. If I didn't bring it up on the show, it was just a conversation I had, well, with my wife because I don't <laughs> talk to too many people besides. Maybe, maybe I just some, thought it. Maybe it was either you guys, my wife, or some movie <laughs> folks. <laughs> Uh, uh, but anyway, <clears throat> no, no, that's from my dinner with Andre. 
<laughs> now that, I mean, come on. Um, <clears throat> no, uh, I remember back when Disney Plus uh, was the thing, and uh, they were like, oh, there's going to be these Star Wars shows, and they were teasing the fact that there was going to be an Obi-Wan show, which now there is an Obi-Wan show coming out Yeah. pretty soon. <clears throat> and I remember talking about, like, oh, the Obi-Wan show uh, would be great if they did a Lone Wolf and Cub uh, Obi-Wan show. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you know, the classic story. Obi-Wan right. is there. Uh, he's got the young Luke Skywalker, the, the young Leia. I'm thinking it's just Luke because that's all we saw on Tatooine. Um, <clears throat> and he's got to take him, and it's him and a baby, and he's got to protect this baby, and it's just a harrowing tale. It's, you know, it's classic. It's samurai. Um, it's what Star Wars was meant to be. Yeah, sure. Sounds great. <clears throat> it's our guy. We know him, you know? It's Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, the same guy that played the, Obi-Wan. These, it's right. the only... I shouldn't say the only. I, that's that's a horrible thing to say. It's one of... It's the best part of the prequels to me, is Obi-Wan. Oh, no he, doubt. No he's, doubt. He's the one, by episode two, he figured it out. He was like, yep. okay, I have nothing to work with here. I'm going to make up something in my mind that I am seeing. I don't care if it's the thing that's actually there <laughs> but i'm go- i i got it i can convince people <laughs> that i'm obi-wan i've got the voice i know i'm in a green room they know i'm in a green room but damn it i'm going for it and he did it yeah uh, oh, i agree <clears throat> he sells it like he's the the best thing him and christopher lee are the best thing and that i guess the emperor he's you know whatever but uh <laughs> i mean really he's the emperor emperor's the emperor he kind of carries through all all the way through Anyway, yeah, a little too much, man. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, even Some even when he's a cl- even when he's a clone. Yeah, you're right. I kind of <laughs> forgot that he was the focal point of the last movie. Oh God, oh, what a dump that was. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, wait, wait. You mean the same villain? It's the same yeah. monster. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. oh, I get it. The monster's cap. No, wait. The sitting Scooby Doo. What? I don't. What's? I don't. It's a clone. What's I don't get it. I yeah, don't get it was a cl- point. Yeah, it was a clone. <laughs> a clone that was hooked up to like a big. Uh, it looked like Artemis uh, Prime from uh, the Assassin's Creed games. Big giant thing holding him up. He had to live. It was so stupid. Oh, that last Star Wars movie. Anyway, it was our guy. It was Obi-Wan. <clears throat> what a story that would be, right? So what does John Favreau do? He's like, I'm going to tell the story, Star Wars story. I'm going to fan service the crap out of it. So I'm going to put it on Tatooine, the desert planet that everybody loves. What am I going to do next? Well, everybody loves Boba Fett. What is he? He's a Mandalorian. So let's make it a Mandalorian. But he's not really a Mandalorian because he takes his mask off. And he's not a... Uh, it was just all fan service. Let's just do that. And what's, uh, what's he got to do? Should we tell a good story with this guy? A real personal arc with him? No. We're just going to fan service it up and put a baby Yoda in there. Everybody loves Yoda, so let's have a baby Yoda. Let's make it Lone Wolf and Cub for no reason because we have no other story. And if you you rewatch those Mandalorian uh, episodes, there's a couple of them that are rewatchable. The rest of them are trash, and they play like WB uh, shows. So it it would make much more sense to tell the logical arc as the main story and then maybe do what they're doing now like as a what if. Yes, so much. So I just, what I'm saying is Jon Favreau has ruined Star Wars, and he has ruined... Uh, he's worse than Lucas because he just did nothing but fan service. 
I think the Mandalorian will be looked at as trash in about 10 years from now. People will look back at it and be like, oh, man, you remember when people freaked out about Luke Skywalker being in that episode? Which I did, too. Brought a, oh, tear, sure. to my, brought a tear to my eye. I loved it. But it was it was it really earned? I don't know if it was. I, I think that you're going to go back and watch the most of that series and be like, oh, this is the one where they do the yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really want to watch this one. I th- I'm pretty sure how it's going to be. You're going to watch that Luke episode. You're going to watch the one where uh, Baby Yoda fights that giant rhino beast in the thing. Right, but, right. The big worm thing, yeah. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is I see the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, and I should be excited about it. I should be like, whoa, this, is, this looks cool. But, but. It's, but it's on Tatooine. And his story has been stolen by Favreau, who didn't have a story, who didn't just hire really good writers to tell a Game of Thrones-ish story with a Mandalorian character. Yeah, it, right. It could have been done, but they didn't. They made it cheesy. And I, <clears throat> what really bothered me about the trailer for Obi-Wan was, man, do you not get the feeling when you're watching some of those shows, especially Boba Fett? I couldn't watch Boba Fett. It's known that a, a former uh, employer of mine uh, has a lot to do with the Boba Fett show. Ah. And uh, uh, I, 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 that's no reason not to watch it. But what I did watch of it, um, and I feel this way about the, the Obi-Wan trailer, I'm getting real heavy, like, WB vibes. You know really? what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, I do. I get that. Yeah. Like, uh, like when I and I got that feeling watching Mandalorian. Sometimes I felt like I was watching Xena. Like it, <laughs> it, it felt like Xena yeah, or, or I, Hercules. I, like that right. that level of production. Right. <clears throat> and if you're spending, oh my God, I don't know what they're spending. I think like twenty million an episode on those things. There's no reason they should look like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. At no, all. I, yeah. Um, unless they're just giving all the money uh, to McGregor, <laughs> which I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, it's going somewhere because you. Yeah, you're right, and it's uh, I, you know, as you as I was listening to you, something kind of occurred to me. It's and it's not just with with some of the stuff with the stuff we're talking about. But some other mm-hmm. series as well. It's like you know, I get through you know whatever they've put out there, and I'm waiting for the next season. And, you know, at some point, I lose interest. You know, I just, I don't really care about that show by the time the next season's come around. You know, I, I'm just, yeah. I, I'm not invested anymore. Um, you know, you had me when I was binging it, but, uh, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too I late I now. Right, yeah, I've, I've kind of kind of gotten that way with some stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of that way. You I, know, it was like that too. first season of Mandalorian, I watched it, and, you know, it was kind of like, okay, um uh, so I I got to remember this a year from now or whatever you know. It's like, I, yeah, I'm not I'm well, not there at this point. I moved on. Yeah, and I listen. I mean, <clears throat> there are some great episodes of Mandalorian. I've I've crapped on it a little bit too much, but <laughs> I guess I, I wanted to make the point that I really feel like they stole Obi Wan's story uh, for a different show, and I just can't get that excited about the new Obi Wan. Because uh, I've seen, like, I'm like, well, yeah, they're on Tatooine because that's where Luke is, and I think that's also why they're showing you a bunch of other, like, look, 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 we're in, we're in Coruscant here, <laughs> we're, all right, we're in the city here, we're, uh, uh, we're other, we're in other Star Wars places, and um, I will say I will watch it though. I, I'm pretty sure I will. Most uh, half of those Marvel shows and Disney shows I haven't been uh, 
so much inclined to watch them um, all the way through. Um, some of them are good. I, I really liked that fa- uh, the uh, not Falcon the the Hawkeye. I like the Hawkeye show. Probably oh, the it best, was good. Best I like that one. Yeah. So this yeah, brings like up a, this brings up a question. This might eat up a lot of the show. I was not a fan of Wandavision. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, you, had, start. Well, you haven't seen Doctor Strange yet, have you? Well, that's where I'm. This is this is where I'm going. Okay. I watched most of Doctor Strange. Okay. Um. Uh. So is this the world we're living in now, where you have to watch all of their freaking shows to to know what's going on in a, in a movie? I, I, yeah, I get that, and it's and obviously you know that yeah, there's a bunch of people sitting around in suits who said, you know what, here's what we do. Um, and here's the way we, here's the way we keep this rolling. Um, but on the other hand, it, you know, if you just watch strange standalone, you know, you wouldn't under, okay. It was like, well, why is Wanda so far off the deep end? You know what I mean? Um, here's the thing. I like cheated on WandaVision. I, I watched some of it and I kind of thought, I think I know where this is going. I'm not. I I don't have the time to invest in it. Um, but I will find out what happened eventually. And I essentially yeah. just skipped them. And was like, all right, I'll watch this last one. I'll read the synopsis. Yep, it's pretty much what I thought it was. Okay. And then in Doctor Strange, I don't. I didn't believe the heel. The, what do you call that? The heel turn. The turn. You know. Yeah. I, I, I was like, well, this kind of. If they're gonna make you watch an entire show. And then negate what that show did. Yeah, ah, I would be really upset if I watched that entire show, and then they well, were like, "Hey, haha, guess what? Doesn't matter." <laughs> well, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't feel like it, it didn't matter. I mean, I, okay. I did watch all of Wandavision. Uh, all right. I, I felt like I felt like it did two things uh, to further the story in Strange, um, which is one, it showed Wanda's descent into madness, which. You know, you you know, she's a much more complex character after seeing WandaVision okay, uh, because sure. of what she goes through in that. And it's not just her vision, it's, you know, discovering her powers and having to fight mm-hmm. off, you know, and all that stuff. And, you know, I mean, basically she's, she's you know, she's got PTSD. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think it, it, it explains why she is, goes so off the rails, why she is, you know, so bent on, you know, having this, you know, perfect life um, in Strange. So I think it, it, yeah, to me it. I, I mean, I, well, I understand that's exactly the... where you're coming from, but it to me it, it's like, you know, you could have added an, uh, thirty minutes to Doctor Strange to develop some story to explain why Wanda's gotten so gotten to this point, or you could do it through the show and make more money off both of them. You know. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know if I. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I felt like it kind of turned. Uh, I don't know. I, since I didn't watch all of the show, I guess I shouldn't speak on it. But maybe that's the difference, is you watching it, me not. I just thought, eh, okay, I, I know what happened in the show. And I didn't feel like it, it followed through. I, I, I used to like Sam Raimi. Um, how did you feel about like the, all the horror elements in it? You don't like horror. That was no. p- part of the only parts that I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> Well, I, th- I mean, I, th- I I appreciated them for what they were, um, yeah. and I appreciated how they were blended into something that wasn't otherwise in that genre, and and mm-hmm. I thought they were appropriate. You know, I mean, okay. they, they weren't. So you didn't mind it? 
No, no, no. I did. I didn't think it was gratuitous. I didn't. I, it didn't pull me out of the movie. It wasn't like, oh, that's so contrasting that uh, you know that seems weird. Nod. Okay. Um, I wondered yeah, because I didn't mind it because I like that kind of old Sam, the nod to old Sam Raimi stuff. However, yeah. I have heard people say it really took them out of it when they would do that. So I was kind of curious where you came at it from. Um, I thought. Now keep in mind, I kind of skipped around. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange, um, I, I whew, ah, uh, the uh, now I got my big theory on on the whole Strange thing, um, and okay. I'll let you pass judgment on it real quick. So, okay, it boils down to this: the Doctor Strange movie is nothing more than Rick and Morty. Rick mm. and Morty is nothing more than Community. Therefore, Scarlet Witch <laughs> is Jeff Winger. Uh, 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 uh. Oh no. Well, having I haven't finished Community, so that's I, my, I, I can't that's speak. That's the Doctor that, Strange I love, iceberg. I love that. I've heard your uh, community. I've heard your Rick and Morty is Community. So you're right, though. It is. It is. It is Rick and Morty. Yeah. You know what, man? I was so. I've heard other people say this, so this isn't an original thought. The movie is called the Multiverse. Right. Of madness. Yep. If you're telling me a movie. Uh, is in a multiverse. Cool, awesome, man. It's full of madness. Yeah, right. I'm I'm down, dude. I'm down for the madness. I want I some mean, madness. There was neither. There was no madness in this movie. Oh, pizza's round. Whoa, yeah, but- <laughs> dude, my mind's blown. Red means go. Whoa, have you ever been to St. Louis? Because red means go in St. Louis, yo. That's nothing new. That's not a parallel universe. <laughs> That's literally what Champagne, they tell you. I'm pretty sure that applies too. <laughs> <laughs> they literally tell you why that on the streets in St. Louis. Red means go, yo. Uh, so I don't know. I was kind of like, this is what you're doing with the, with the madness. This is the madness that we're seeing. And the the. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, it's that's darkest timeline community. It's you know, <laughs> evil Troy and evil Abe. I will say that uh, I'm very happy you turned me on to community. Back in my working stiff days, I might talk about this on the show. Uh, uh, my boss, who was a wonderful fella, would uh, keep telling me. Like, dude, why aren't you watching Community? Like, that show was made for you. You, you would love that show. Yeah. And I was, uh, in the day, I was just like, you talking about, like, a network sitcom, dude? No way. I'm not watching that. I'm too cool for network sitcoms. Oh, I went the phase where pretty much if, or if anybody, like, more than two people liked it, it's like, well, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um... <laughs> But yeah, I'm glad all these years later uh, that you you talked about it enough that I was like, ah, whatever. It's on Netflix. I should probably just put it on. It's a it's at least a um, network show, so I don't have to worry about uh, a five year old, you know, hearing inappropriate things on it. So no, it. Um, I, I tell you, it's uh, and people in the groups will you know they say this, and I started. I'm on my first watch through of it on Prime, and it's on Prime now. Um, oh, okay. And so what Netflix has is Netflix has what the network actually aired. Um, and Prime has, there's some extra dialogue and it's, and, oh, really? well, and there's, they, they actually, Netflix removes an episode and yeah, yeah, it's understandable why they removed it. But on the other hand, it's certainly not as egregious as some of the stuff that, you know, is gets mm-hmm. left in, but either way, that's, you know, another, another point, but, Prime leaves that episode in, and that episode 
it, you know, if you take away the the literal four seconds that makes it bad, the rest mm-hmm. of the episode is foundational for an episode two or three seasons later. Mm. So it's you know it's worth having seen, you know, that episode so you understand you know one one down okay. the road. I mean, well, I might. You know, uh, community's always tying tying back in. Yeah, I can understand a uh, offense and also get past it at the same time. Right, um, right. In other words, like, yeah, I, I can see it from a point of view of, oh, you probably shouldn't have done that, and also it, think, yeah, but, but yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I might switch over to Prime because you know I am a uh, Amazon Prime stan, as the kids like to say. I don't think kids actually say that anymore. Oh no, yeah, I don't. I don't think the kids actually talk anymore, do they? Um, no, they do. I, uh, I, is, I, I, is verbal I, communication still a thing? Oh, absolutely. I spend time right with uh, high school kids. Uh, <laughs> sounds bad. What about Bill, yeah, Mur- Bill Murray yeah. and Stripes. Uh, um, no, no. My my wife's a teacher. <laughs> yeah, our meatballs. Yeah, I knew one of them. One of the two is he's, he plays well, basically. Basically, he plays a Bill creep. Murray movie before 1987. <laughs> yeah, I know one of them. You're whenever the last time I watched it, I was like. Oh, he's just an old creep who's trying to stay relevant and cool with these young kids. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, like... yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we have to come. We have, at some point we have to face the facts that the comedy legends, the heroes that we grew up on, mm-hmm. are generally not good people. Um, and you know, and, and I, I'm I'm not excluding myself from that at all. Um, none of us are really good people either. At the end of the day, probably. Sure. Um, you're probably way worse than what we think, and the lens of history will judge us, you know, uh, for what we don't know now, and they do know then. Um, sure. But nonetheless, yeah, it's uh, it's hard to name anybody um, out there that we kind of grew up on that doesn't have something that makes you go like, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> like that whole David Bowie being a Nazi thing, like a little yeah. dressing up in the uniform. It's like, well, I never heard that, you know. Well, but I told my wife the, the other pictures. day. I told my wife the other day. I said, I don't even want to tell you who got um, who got canceled today. And she was like, What do you mean? And I was like, Well, he was a childhood like crush of yours. And she's like, oh, my God, no, I don't want to know. Because she, like, my she, my wife loved the Cosby show. It was her favorite show growing up. <laughs> and it's on, like, some of those free uh, app shows, you know, right. uh, apps. Um, hey, by the way, there's a new app called Freebie, I think. Freebie has a that one. It's got a lot of good movies on it. Check out Freebie if you're looking for a free uh, streaming app. Uh, anyway, Definitely. but she's like, I wish I could watch those on shows. But I just, you know, I can't even think about watching those old shows but anyway yeah it was fred savage has been let let go uh as a producer and director of the new wonder years and apparently there's been like i did hear that three two several other um allegations that got settled uh out of court over the years and um uh, this time they didn't even i guess because of the past which he kept pretty hidden pretty well um they right. they just said nope see you later uh so yeah fred savage the wonder years uh no longer hmm. no longer wonderful well that's yeah i'm, I'm okay with that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it. i felt bad for my wife i said i don't know i don't really i don't really you know, want it, to tell her this it really is i uh and, and maybe i'm just uh last night actually somebody compared me to the grinch they said you know with the exception of the fact that you are extremely nice to your dog um, 
you know, and the fact that you don't live in a cave in a on a cold, snowy mountain, you know, you you live uh, where it's warm and hot as hell. Uh, otherwise, you know, you pretty much are the Grinch, and uh, and, and I, I think that's not inaccurate. I don't like that. I don't want to be that way, but I think I've become that way. And uh, uh, oh, speaking of the Grinch, this is going to sound more Grinchy of me. Grinch out, man. Um, uh, I did not want to see. Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, uh, Krasinski show up as him. Just as a, hey, look what it is. It's the thing that all the fans have wanted all this time. Is it real? Eh, probably not. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. No uh, idea. So, so there's, a, there's a part in it. I can't even remember when it, what's going on. But Mr. Fantastic shows up um, from the Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's right. Yes, and it's yes, John, yes, it's yes, John yes, Krasinski. Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember now. I do. I do remember now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and the he, whole time I was so busy explaining my Rick and Morty community theory to my son, who was sitting next to me, that I think I missed about half the movie because he kept just saying no, no. He wouldn't. He wouldn't even like argue back with me. Just like no. no. <laughs> Shut up, Dad. <laughs> I didn't even get that. Just no. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, he showed up, and that's been like people have been wanting that. You know, that's internet. That's an internet thing for a long time. You'll see mock-ups of like, see, John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Uh, you know, it's it's the fan favorite to play him, etc. And um, I don't know. They they put it in there as such a almost like a fu. It wasn't fan service. It was almost a fu fan service. Like, oh, here you go. You got what you wanted. But it's probably not real. So I thought that was kind of a strange choice. And what did you think? Um, I'm guessing you're not a huge old Sam Raimi fan. So what did you think of the Bruce Campbell scene? Of the which which scene? Where Bruce Campbell shows up and he's like, uh, he's like, oh, uh, what are you cosplaying, Doctor Strange? Right. Yeah. I basically all of that, all of the top in and out stuff from. You know, cameos, if you will, you know, uh-huh. references, fan service, you know, whatever label you want to use for it. Um, I, most of that stuff just kind of glossed over me. It's like, yeah, that's cool. I know who that is. But none of them were, none of, none of them hit me in the way of like, oh, yeah, that's that thing I really, because none of it was, you know, stuff that I necessarily was really into, but it was all stuff that I recognized and, you yeah. know, took it for what took it, it was the Bruce Campbell uh, scene is basically so Bruce Campbell in the Evil Dead movies he or is it, is it in the Evil Dead or is it the Army of the Dead uh, anyway there's a, he he can't control his hand essentially right he's got the thing yeah the arm thing yeah so I it's it, so it's all just a essentially a, uh, a an, an Easter egg a reference whatever you want to call it right. to that yeah. but I didn't know if people who had never seen <laughs> those old Sam Raimi movies. It seemed a little long, I guess, to me. I kind of thought, if you don't know what this is in reference to, it's a bit much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Movie. I, you know, I, and I'm sure they they market tested the hell out of it. But you know, the with the internet, I mean, you know, even the guy like me, who's you know, I'll never watch those movies. Um, mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for the internet, I would have walked past them on a you know on a VHS shelf in a blockbuster or something, and never thought yeah. about it again. But mm-hmm. now, you know, you you pop up, 
you know, Screen Rant will have something about, you know, Ash and the Evil Dead every three or four weeks or what. So, you know, I think it's made it into the lexicon enough, you know, that if you're paying attention to entertainment in general, you know, you're going to have coming, you know, like, I know what the posters look like. I know what the guy looks like. You know, I know the chainsaw and the, you know what I mean? That's like, sure, you've yeah. got, almost got the there. cliff notes, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah enough yeah. to get, enough to get the reference, but, you know, not enough to, you know, I'm not enough of a fan. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just not enough of a sure. fan of that, that that reference was like, yeah, cool, cool. Now there are plenty of references that would make me feel that way. That just didn't have me one of them. Yeah. Well, I uh, I will say that I think the uh, and not the parts of it weren't enjoyable. There were parts of it that were enjoyable. Oh sure, yeah, I thought it was a good uh, movie. Yeah, I'm, I don't think but it's a bad I, movie. But I I uh, I think I'm gonna have to start going on Team Scorsese and say. Oh, I think I think after Infinity War, it's yeah. I mean, they haven't put out anything. Yeah, it's, I think it's been diminishing returns since. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not like gonna say I'm like done watching them necessarily but if i would tell give you this if my if uh my son was older uh if he was the age that you guys are i would probably be going to the theater more to see these than i do well that's yeah that's it that's that's the yeah. reason that i'm going um yeah but yeah, yeah. and but even yeah you know, he's even saying the same thing though i mean yeah you know, he's kind of like yeah these, these are good movies and i'm liking them but He's not having the same response that he had when you know when we saw you know some of the yeah you know the end of that last phase. I think know, uh, I, yeah, we talked about several 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 shows ago, but yeah, I do think the decline is coming, and it's coming coming quicker than they want to admit. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I think those. I, I think mean, those. Shit, side, have, they, have they been milking this cow? Yeah, uh, too long. I think too long. Uh, yeah, just give us the big cool ones. I, I I'm fine with that, and maybe they should go to. The other guys just have TV shows. I mean, maybe that is the way to go. Like, hey, it's all TV shows, and then we have one big uh, tentpole movie with everybody at the end of the year or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not necessarily opposed to that. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. It's. It's uh, I tell you, what what needs to happen though is the conversation we just had. You need to. uh, send that to, to some of your buddies because eventually somebody's going to make a movie and there's going to be a clip in there where there's several different pieces of dialogue from like talking heads and radio personalities <laughs> talking yeah. about the decline of you know and uh, yeah and we just we nailed that one I mean that was that was a perfect take on uh, on that <laughs> oh man the decline and now of for Meesewood Fritch's old time radio <laughs> Hey, speaking of, I have a couple, uh, several shows that we, or shows, movies that I think we should watch. Uh, some of which I think about doing commentaries uh, uh, with my wife. Uh, one of which we saw is on Prime, is Bringing Down the House with uh, Steve Martin and Queen Latifah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if I've seen that one in particular. Didn't he I've do never, a couple in that vein? I have never seen it, uh, but I do know it is, he has a blind date. And whoa, my goodness, it's a black woman. And um, he's an uptight white guy. <laughs> it's, and it looks like the trailer. If you watch the trailer for it, it looks so bad. And it's not that old. And it's basically like she's going to teach him to dance and he's going to teach her to have some class is essentially the trailer. <laughs> 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 like it's that bad. 
know. I, I think he might have done more than one of those types of films. Maybe well, more than one with Queen then Latifah. There's a, that could be. Yeah, there's there like might one be where two she's of them. going to jail or something, and he helps her, and, and she's innocent or whatever. You're right. There is one something like that. Well, there's also also on Prime The Man, which uh, stars Eugene Levy and Samuel Jackson, and it's not that far off, but it's like a buddy buddy adventure comedy but in the same exact vein like i'm a white jewish man and you're a black man we could never get along armed and dangerous too now with diversity it's so so bad and they were all they're all from like i don't know 2006 or something like that 2004 or five I mean, well, think about that. When they made Armed and Dangerous, you know, the idea is like, what do you mean diversity? He's Polish and he's Jewish. That's pretty diverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah <no>. but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. That was really a funny-ass funny. movie, though. <laughs> I haven't watched it in forever. I fear, like all my old uh, old things I used to watch and enjoy, I fear if I go back to watch it now, I'll just oh, be I don't think so I, I don't down. think I would. Yeah, I, see, that, that's me. I, I've really hit that point where, you know, I, I think I said that a few episodes ago about Top Gun. It was like, geez, oh, yeah. this is so bad. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm kind of afraid to, to watch something like that now because it's, you know, my memory of it is good and I just soon keep it that way. Uh, mm hmm. It, uh, I had a I little mean, bit I of that. I loved all those kind of B comedy stuff from the '80s that had, you know, like what was that one about? Was it Driving School or something? That had Bill Murray's brother was was the yeah, lead yeah. in it. Yeah, uh, there is. Um, well, there's Driving School. There's Summer School. Yeah, uh, there's, there's every, Ski School. Bunch there's of school Ski ones. School. <laughs> ski School too. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was, I had to, when I was a kid, oh, I just I ate those up, man. Yeah, I, th I thought they were hilarious. And, you I know, did there was too. Plenty yeah. of gratuitous nudity, and you know. Sure. Yeah. We. Um, uh, well, let's see. We we recently watched uh, one of those. I think it was one of the ski movies, and man, it held up so bad. There wasn't a <laughs> single joke in it that was funny. Like, there was nothing in it that was humorous <laughs> it's, yeah, at all. It's, like, it was not. just not not funny. Uh, there wasn't near as many boobs as I thought there was going to be. Like, I, both my wife and I were like, oh, this thing's going to be full. <laughs> full yeah, right. 80s, yeah, and it's not. Uh, 80s uh, yeah, boobs. are going to be tan lines all over the place in this thing. <laughs> nope, didn't happen. Uh, then we yeah. watched um, the spiritual sequel to Better Off Dead, uh, One Crazy Summer. <laughs> oh, now that's one of now, my all-time favorites. Well, here's the thing. Uh, my wife loves Better Off Dead. But I saw One Crazy Summer first, so same, for me, same. One Crazy Summer is a better movie. Same, same. And, uh, so we watched it, and I was laughing at it. I, I, there are several jokes in it that really do hold up just because they're so stupid. <laughs> they're, they're like an airplane. It's almost like an airplane movie. It is. Like, well, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's so dumb. Like I could do without the animation parts now that I'm older. Like, those, well, those I, the... I thought those were kind of silly when I was a kid. Even you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They didn't really fit, and it was like you know, okay, I get yeah, but it, yeah. it felt more like like when I was a kid, it felt more like they were doing a, a throwback to the '70s, you know, uh, uh, Fritz the Cat type of porno yeah, yeah. cartoon thing or mm -hmm. something. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, for a second I thought you were going to say the '70s beach movies. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> no but yeah, no. I what I liked about watching it, and I hadn't seen One Crazy Summer in 
I don't remember the last time I saw it. Uh, I might have been 17 or something. Um, but the thing I loved about it, I should have wrote them down. But I didn't think think about would be talking about it. <clears throat> Every other person in it is someone you know. Like yeah, that's everyone. Right. If it's not uh, Bill Murray's brother, you said Bill Murray's brother. It's, uh, uh, John Cusack's best friend is like the least, the lesser known third Murray brother. Oh, is that um, who he is? And yeah, he was, in, he was in some stuff. Oh, he 80s. was in some things. He was, but he's not. He's not the boss from from uh, Christmas Vacation. It's not that Murray brother. He's nah. he's in a lot more things. He's the Caddyshack boss. Well, I was gonna, I he's was the say, boss in when... Christmas Vacation. He's in all. He's almost all of Murray's movies. But the third brother, he's his own man. You'll see him pop up in a lot of '80s movies. But it's fun to see him. You got Bobcat Goldwaith yeah. in it. You got Jeremy Piven as one of the uh, smarmy. Oh, that's right. Oh, uh, that's right. Guys. He plays one of the smarmy dudes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> already, already losing his hair. Listen, right? I'm, I don't have much hair, but I'm like, I'm old. Like, he was like 19 or something. I already, know. already losing his hair. Poor guy. That's probably why he's such a jerk. Uh, already losing his hair, and you got Piven. Uh, every other person you see, you got well, a young Demi Moore. Of course, oh, is right. the, yeah, you do. Is the, yeah. And she's singing, playing guitar. She got less ball that she doesn't have a case for that she just has yeah, strapped just, to her back all the time. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's probably probably you know a sixty fifty nine ball. You know. <laughs> yeah. She's out walking down the beach with it, just strapped to her back. You know. Now, see that that is totally believable in Crossroads because why wouldn't you drag a Telecaster down down a gravel road behind you? But you don't do that to a Les Paul. <laughs> I just to see on the beach. I was just like, man, you're getting sand all in the pickups, and then your input jack. You're gonna plug your in, your cord in there. You're gonna have a bunch of grit in there. It's gonna be static. It's gonna be horrible. I love that she come. She comes to town. She's new in town. She just showed up, uh, apparently, or came back or something. I think. Uh, but she has a full band behind her when she's at the bar. Oh, I know that. Well, that was one of the the miraculous things about '80s movies. Is I mean, you a full band was just waiting for you to hop on stage, no matter where you were at. They knew the song immaculately. Yeah, and the great thing Always. was she wrote the songs. There's backup singers and everything. And oh yeah, they're, they're nailing it. it. They're, they're, all... they're like just like we practiced, man. <laughs> killed it oh man which um, how many bands have you ever played with that uh could read music like the the, the main people i guess they're not conductors but the leader of the band could read music is that a thing i i, I mean yeah I, I played in a couple of bands where yeah the primary person uh had a music degree or something like that but uh but but the band was never operated that way because I don't operate that way. <laughs> sure. So, you know, if I'm I was just in the wondering. band, it was not. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm just, th I'm, I'm just thinking, like, how many bands could actually be, like, you you'll often see in music, like, or in music, in movies, you also see this uh, thing where the guy's like, here, and he hands somebody some music. <laughs> and he'll be like, here, it's this, and play it in B flat. And he's like, I got it. Totally. <laughs> I, well, no, I I agree. I mean, I find you know the Back to the Future scene of hey, this one's in B, and you know, follow me and watch out for the changes. You know that that's much more realistic in my world. You yeah, know. that is true. That is true because very often, uh, especially living in like the uh, the blues world that I live in, um, 
uh, I, I would spring songs on my guys every time we played. Yeah. Nonetheless, uh, <clears throat> lost our place there. <laughs> Some technical difficulties, but one crazy summer. Uh, it did hold Test up. Pattern. It, uh, <laughs> it did I, hold my up. favorite scene was still when they uh, they and like it's it's the classic joke. It's the physical type humor. It's the you know the thing that that is non-contextual to with respect to time, and mm-hmm. that's. You know, using an airplane bottle of liquor to uh, to try to christen the boat and not all of the thing. And it's, you know, like you said, like very airplane esque. You know, yes. and, it's... and he's he's got it in a big he's got it in a big oh, yeah, thing, big bag as it's... if it's a big. <laughs> right. It's, it's, and it's just the way he plays the whole thing. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. There's that weird, uh, weird subplot of the the bad rich dad enjoys killing lobster. Oh right, right, right. He's yeah, he's yeah, he's pure evil because he's obviously because he's rich and he enjoys shooting lobsters with a crossbow. Yeah, boiling them, boiling them, and listening to him with a stethoscope. (laughs) It's uh, it's got a lot going on, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoy the, uh, you know, it's not. Great, it's not right. The bobcat gets stuck inside of the Godzilla costume and comes oh, out, right? Right, tromp, <laughs> it comes out tromping on the little miniature yeah, village, exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> really dumb, but I, I really uh, laugh. I've laughed a lot. At now, I will. I wonder if that's just us because we liked it. Because my wife was just she laughed at some of it. Um, and she's like, yeah, John Cusack still cute, but Better Off Dead's a better movie, and I'm sticking with Better Off Dead. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if maybe maybe we like it so much because they're literally foundational comedic elements, you know, to what we find funny now. Um, that could be. You know, I mean, they may be so ingrained in us because that's what that was. Where our first impressions of here, well, here's what's supposed to be funny, you know. It could be. Um, some of it, though, however, I, I will, uh, not some of it, but some of those movies that I do remember being hilarious that I go back to watch now and I go, oh, this isn't funny. Um, oh, absolutely. The, Stripes the, is one of those. Stripes, I thought Stripes, Stripes was hilarious. Yeah. And it's not funny now. Um, I, I've seen the old show Sledgehammer on, which was one of oh. my childhood, like, man, I love Sledgehammer. <laughs> Me too, it, but I it, can't it, imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine that holds up at all. I want to watch it so bad, but I bet it's... I bet the stuff that's in between all of the action is just so bad. Um, But as a kid, I probably just breezed past it because of the action things were so entertaining and funny. I'm guessing the action stuff probably looks pretty bad these days, too. Oh, I'm sure Who who was that dude? That dude was like... He was huge for five minutes. He was kind of all over the place. uh, He's a character actor. He was in Veep. Um, for all of that, you'll see him in. He's in. Um, uh, what's the Brad Pitt Cohen Brothers movie? Um, he's the FBI guy or CIA. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Burn after reading. He sure is. Yeah, burn after reading. That's yeah, right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah he, that's he, right. I can't think of his name right now, but you'll see him pop up here and there. He's a kind of a respected uh, character actor these days. But every time I see him, I have to have a little smirk because I'm. I think. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think he probably got a beer commercial or something around the same time as Sledgehammer, and so it was, in my mind, he was, you know, Mick Jagger or something. It was, you know, he was a yeah, star. Yeah. He made it. I put Sledgehammer and, uh, um, oh shoot, what was his name? Maximum Headroom. I put that like same that those guys are happening simultaneously in time for me. I don't, I'm not sure if that's true, but I feel like uh, is that was is that his name, Max Headroom? 
Yeah, Max. Yeah, for, for me, they're separated. A, I, if, I feel like Max Headroom's earlier, but I don't okay. know that that's the case. I don't, and I don't think that that's necessarily the case. Um, <laughs> the reason I say that's because, like, I remember Max Headroom from like MTV, and then mm-hmm. like you get a reference, you know, in Back to the Future too. Um, to Max. Oh Headroom. yeah. Um, I was I was wondering if listeners might not know who Max Headroom. <laughs> Well, they should, 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 should. Oh, man, that was a good Max Hedger. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that coming. It was did, just did, so, did you? <laughs> it was so short-lived, and it was, uh, it's, it's like, uh, the guy that ruins pizza. What's that guy's name? Like, it's that, it's that short-lived of a phenomenon, in, in, in my mind, anyway. Noid. It, it's the Noid. The Noid ruins The pizza. Noid. Yeah, the Domino's Noid. <laughs> I hope that he's sharing a cell in hell with the paperclip from Microsoft. <laughs> I saw a good video of a, a failed Burger King uh, ad from it was their response to "Where's the beef?" Right. And it was it was called "Where's Herb," and the whole thing was there's one man in America who's never tasted a charbroiled whopper. His name's Herb. No one's ever. This is the only picture that exists. Can you help us find Herb? And that was their answer. They said, like, the little video was like, it cost them $40 million to make this commercial. It lasted all of four weeks and did their business no good. <laughs> I faintly could kind of maybe remember it. Um, I go down those wormholes of YouTube of uh, certain years of commercials. You can just type in a oh, year. Oh, yeah, oh, right, right. And type in year and then commercial. You're and, like doing the demolition man thing. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> you remember like their radio stations or they just play old commercials for the you know, Jolly Green Giant. And, you oh. know, their, uh, yeah, their, their pop culture That's is right. literally commercials from, you know, 40, 50 years ago. I totally forgot about that. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, that movie had all kinds of stuff going on in it. It, it, I, it. I don't think it's to the level of Last Action Hero in that it was, you know, defining a genre before we realized what was happening. Um, but <laughs> yeah, because it's got it's, some wackadoo stuff happening. Oh, it does. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but yeah, it's it's uh, maybe underrated a little bit. I think yeah, I think there's uh, there's yeah there's that movie's more complex than it's not just you know, what it appears on its surface. Yeah, I yeah I, I agree with you. Yeah, um, at least they were trying something. Listen, when you try something uh, big and bold, um, it's it's easy, easier to miss than it is to get it oh, right. Sure. Oh, absolutely. So you know if you're going some for something, um, yeah, especially if you're taking big swings like it's yeah, for sure a for sure you might mess. Uh, especially in retrospect, it might even hit at the time. So yeah, that's um, a way I am, Mike kid was little and learned how to play baseball is you don't tell him swing for the fence just make contact buddy make contact <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. that's right uh what do we got here yeah, about but five minutes no left. risk no reward right i suppose so yeah um i mean it'd be yeah, nice yeah, if oh, you yeah. could get reward yeah. with no risk I, that's I, true if, yeah, if you yeah. find that i'm in yeah you're right there is none <laughs> i don't see it uh i guess yeah i'm gonna wait a little bit i wanted to talk about the offer show but I know Rob's all about that show, and he'd want to talk about it too. So, yeah, I haven't seen that. Um, it is uh, a lot better than I thought it would be. I have gotten into it. Um, uh, it is like the if you, those that don't know the offer. It's on Paramount Plus. It's uh, 
It's the making of the Godfather through oh. this one fella's eyes. So, uh, um, some of it, I since I know all of it <laughs> pretty well. Right. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I know it through Robert Evans' eyes, my Facebook friend, Robert Evans. Um, <laughs> he was on the show uh, not too long ago. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, that, of course, was, was me being Robert Evans. Um, uh, but I love Robert Evans. Uh, like, he is a hero of mine. He's not a great, greatest guy in the world. But uh, there's a reason I love to, there's a reason I love to talk like Robert Evans. Like, he's like, he's, uh, he's just, man, if you haven't watched the movie about him, the kid stays in the picture. Right, right. Um, uh, have you seen that movie? The no, documentary. We, we were talking about it, and yeah, if I, you need can to, ever, I need to watch if, that. If you can ever find it on on something, some free, I bet it's out there somewhere. I bet it's on YouTube, something. Um, uh, it's so good, and he's so good in it. He narrates it, and also uh, he wrote the book of which it's based. The kid stays in the picture, and he narrates the book. So if you can find a version of that, and you like audiobooks, uh, it's pretty great because it's just him for I don't know how many hours telling you like. It was 9 a.m. Frank Sinatra was on the phone, <laughs> and he was pissed. Like, is that? It's <laughs> exactly, yeah, right? It's, it's that. I said, what's up, Frank? It's going to be the dame of the picture. Tell me what it's going to be, kid. <laughs> it's like, why haven't they hired this guy to just read books? You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but, man, so I know, I shouldn't say I know the truth about it. I know the truth according to Robert Evans, <laughs> you know, of how yeah. the, the Godfather got made. So very much like you, which we didn't get to mincemeat. It'll be the last thing here. Uh, yeah. Very much like you, this is the last thing I'll say about when I'm watching it, I'm very much enjoying it because it's very well done. The guy playing Robert Evans is amazing. I was ready to chew him up and spit him out and say, you're not my Robert Evans. <laughs> But he's really good at it. Uh, however, when certain things are happening, I'm. This is, I think, how you feel when you're watching a, his, a movie dealing with history. Uh, is I will say, he didn't do that. So and so did that. Like that's right. not the actual way the story is. Robert Evans right. did that. That blah blah blah. So here is Shark's review of Netflix mincemeat because I think I know how he felt finally. <laughs> Since I know jackass about history. <laughs> well, big, 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 big spoilers. Um, but so it's it's a good movie. It's not a bad movie, um, and it's a movie that they tried to make in the vein of Tinker Tailor or The Good Shepherd, but they tried to make it brighter and more accessible and a little easier to understand. So Netflix. it's kind of a they Netflixed it. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. you know spy movie for the masses, um, mm -hmm. and I don't think it fails on that account. But here's the big problem: um, this was a real thing, um, and the story behind the real thing is absolutely incredible. You, you it mm -hmm. doesn't need to be embellished. It doesn't need to be added to. Um, any historian would generally point to this as being the most unusual, the wildest story that happened during World War II. I mean, it, it's, wow. you know, if you were making top 10 lists of the weirdest stuff that happened, you know, the wildest mm -hmm. plan that was deceived or conceived and got pulled off, you know, this is always, you know, on the Rushmore of it's those a, types of the types of things. Yeah. So, you know, on the one hand, yeah, you're, it may, if you want to make a documentary, make a documentary and you could have done that. But, mm -hmm. 
if you're going to tell the story, just tell this story. Um, they add several different subplots. They put a love triangle in it and try to make more out of a guy, guy's brother having political sympathies towards the communists. And then they just really start adding all this stuff to it that, that makes no sense. And like, you kind of hit mm. the third act and you think to yourself, okay, they could redeem themselves right here and they could pull back on these subplots and just take this thing home with what actually happened. Cause we, you know, that we're in the meat of it now. Sure. Uh, no pun intended, but, um, they don't, they, in fact, they turn <laughs> away from the big story and lean he- more oh, heavily no. into the subplots and uh, use those to take you to the end, end of the story. Um, so, you know, if you're a person who enjoys history or, you know, if you know the story of mincemeat and you're like, wow, that's an incredible story. I can't believe that actually happened. I mean, it, it truly is. It's, it's the type of stuff that like, well, nobody would make that up because you wouldn't believe it actually happened, you know? Um, and so it, it's, they, they, they didn't Pearl Harbor it, you know, completely. Okay. Um, but it's just really awful history. Um, and <laughs> it's, they tried to throw a bunch of fan service in it. So Ian huh. Fleming, you know, the, the author of James Bond, Ian Fleming, sure. um, he was involved collaterally, peripherally, um, in, mm-hmm. in this operation. Um, and he, you know, it's no secret. He worked for, you know, British secret intelligence during the war and so on and so forth. Um, but they basically try to make this movie. They try to put it in the James Bond universe and basically make <laughs> this the very first James Bond movie. Like, well, this is oh. where James Bond came from. And it's not oh. affiliated with Bond in any way. It's not associated yeah. with Bond in any way. They tried to but, pull that trick. Yeah, they, they like, mm. you know, they have real people, you know, people who played, did this stuff in real life. And it's like, well, this guy's M all of a sudden. No, that's not fucking M. That's not M. You know, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's you know, this real person, um, uh, you know, or Q, you know, and they try to do the Q yeah. branch stuff and they try to take you through and show you gadgets. It's like gadgets had nothing to do with this operation. It's, it's you're just, so, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it, if you enjoy history, you won't enjoy the movie. If you enjoy movies, you will enjoy the movie. Oh, man. Well, we are out of time. That's Shark's review of uh, Operation Mincemeat. Or is it just called Mincemeat? Either way, it's on Netflix. Uh, I kind of wanted to watch it for the Tinker Taylor aspect, but I'm not sure if I will, given uh, I have so little time. Hey, we'll be back next week. Uh, the good doctor will be back with us because summer will be here. Um, all right. Uh, have a good one, everybody. Adios.